everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Buck Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Buck, and very pleased to be joined today by Ryan Blaney on a 12 questions version of the podcast. Um, we did this interview on race day at Sonoma Raceway, so race morning, um, before he went out and was able to finish ninth, despite not being known as a road course ace. He then crashed last week at Daytona, but is still 13th in the points and, of course, has his win at Pocono to make sure that he will be in the playoffs come this fall. Now, Ryan Blaney has his own podcast, a much more popular and successful podcast than the Untitled Jeff Gluck podcast. His podcast, Glass Case of Emotion, has a devoted group of followers who call themselves Glassholes. And I am actually a regular listener to his podcast, so I am probably a glass hole myself. But so hopefully uh, those who listen to both podcasts will get a kick out of Ryan Blaney on the 12 questions this week. All right, everybody, glass holes rejoice because I'm here with Ryan Blaney on the 12 questions. Uh, Ryan, the first question is, how much of your success is based on your natural ability and how much has come from working at it? Um. I think it's I think it's both. You know, I feel like to get good at something, you have to work at it. I don't think you're ever you know you might be born with some of it, uh, but I don't think you know you just can't work at it and be great uh, in any sport, whether that's motorsports or uh, you know basketball, football. You have to always practice and work at it. So uh, I feel like it goes half and half. You know, there's really great talented athletes out there uh, in all forms of sports, but you know, if they don't try to get better, I don't think they're ever going to perform at the big leagues and and you always have to keep working at it so i feel like that goes kind of hand in hand so jeff gordon tony stewart carl edwards and obviously your boy dale jr have either retired or are retiring what's your pitch for fans of theirs to become fans of yours uh, i've been asked that a, a handful of times uh, like a campaign speech to why fans should become uh, you know kind of swiss drivers and I don't know if that's really my choice. You know, if you like me, you do. If if not, you don't. And, um, you know, whether it's the way I drive or personality off the track, you, you either like me or you don't. So I don't really have a speech, I guess. So I just think kind of go with what you think. Uh, if you if you uh, want to be a fan, then uh, then great. If not, that's, that's fine with me too. So um, I don't really have a big speech for that. So. All right, fair enough. You know, it's sort of like one of those things where you can't really convince somebody to like something. Yeah. Like if you like vanilla and somebody else likes chocolate you can't be like no you should like this yeah, you know what i mean it's a personal opinion yeah. and you know that's with anything whether it's religion or government or political views i mean it's it's anything so i can't convince you to like me it's it's either you do or you don't so what's the hardest part of your job away from the racetrack um there's nothing i think the hardest part is actually driving the cars you know i you know we do a lot of preparation before the races of of um trying to get ready of, of you know how we're gonna drive the racetrack or whatever but actually trying to compete on race day uh that's that's one of the hardest parts is trying to beat everybody else um but the hardest thing other than that is i guess just like what i said was just preparing for each race weekend and, and trying to figure out how you're gonna be faster than everybody else uh, before you even get to the racetrack so that's uh that thing's that's pretty tough you know sure some people might say sponsor appearances things like that but that's honestly that's really nothing that allows us to go race so i don't mind doing any of that stuff but uh, i think the the work we do during the week um granted we don't 
do tons of work during the week. We're setting the cars up. You know, our, our guys, they bust their butts to, to do that. But, uh, you know, the little things that we do to try to prepare us for the weekend, I think that's pretty tough outside the driving aspect. You're, you're known as a guy that doesn't say no to sponsor stuff or to when NASCAR asks you to go do something. Why doesn't that seem to bother you? Um, I feel like it helps the sport. You know, I'll say no to a few things, but I'll say yes to a lot a lot more and, and the majority of it. Um, just because whether it's not only a sponsor of me, if it's NASCAR ask, um, no, we're trying to grow the sport and we're trying to get new fans and, and really all those things are kind of wanting to go that direction. Uh, so I, I don't mind doing it. I think it's, uh, it's good not only for uh, the sport, but for your team and your own personal gain as well. So uh, I just enjoy doing it, whether it's traveling or, um, you know, doing things around, around home. It's, uh, it's nice to go do that and meet, meet people. Um, so let's say a fan spots you, you're out to dinner and they are considering approaching you for an autograph. Should they come up to you or no? So I actually had this happen and, uh, I I will sign anything that you have or take a picture with you or anything if I'm out to eat or something, but either like before my food comes or after I'm done, like if my plate has just gotten sat down and I'm about to go in and you come up wanting out, I'm like, come on. (laughs) Or if I'm mid eat. Uh, you know, that's, I'll probably still do it, but I'll be kind of have an attitude while I'm doing it. Um, but yeah, either before our food comes or, or after we're done eating, uh, you know, I'm i I'm an aggressive eater. So while I'm, while I'm actually consuming, uh, material, uh, I'd kind of like to be left alone, but, uh, I'll do anything you want, but you know, it just depends if I'm in a good mood or not while I'm doing it. So did the person that came up to you recently come up to you mid bite? Mid bite. Oh yeah. Like two bites in putting the second piece of food in my mouth and, and come up like, Hey, I hate to bother you. Well then don't, like don't, if you hate to do it, then don't do it. You can, can you wait please? Or there's something, but I mean, I did it, but, um, yeah, it's just my, me and my food. We're like got a tight relationship. So let's, uh, wait till I'm done with that. Um, what's a story in NASCAR that doesn't get enough coverage? Hmm. Um, I honestly think the the stories that don't get enough is everybody working on these race cars. Uh, I would love to see a feature of it'd be hard to do because you have to go in the race shop, but of kind of like what a a week or two's preparation is. You know, turning around cars and uh, like the Michigan to Sonoma turnaround is so quick. Uh, you'd be amazed of how hard these guys work to try to get everything situated and. Uh, you know, we'll get back super late tonight and they'll be in the shop Monday morning, uh, getting our Daytona stuff ready. So, uh, they bust their tails and and I would love for the media and the TV to kind of see that side of it a little bit more. And for the fans too, uh, you know, it's not, no, we have a very little role in it. They, um, they're the ones who, who are able to make it, uh, possible for us. So I haven't really seen a feature like that before. Not that I know of, maybe there has been one, but, uh, I think that'd be, that'd be really cool to show everybody. Who is the last driver you texted? Uh, I texted Dale last night. I had a question for him about some music stuff. I had he has a band that he really likes, and and I was trying to think of the band name, so I had to ask him. So I can't remember the name either, by the way. So you maybe you got your answer, but that's why it's in text form because then you can just go look back at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know I prefer calls nowadays, but texts are so nice because then you have history, which that could be a bad thing too, but. I think you, it's just like reference, it's like notes, but not even taking notes. So uh, that's pretty nice. But, yeah, Dale was the last person I texted. I had to ask for uh, 
for some help. Uh, do you consider race car drivers to be entertainers? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think any sport, um, the athletes in it are entertainers. Um, you know, we're just, you know, it's our job as well. And, and, you know, there's a goal to go try to win, but yeah, it's an, it's an, all these sports are their entertainment sports. And, uh, you know, that's what fans come to the racetrack or a ball game for is to be entertained and to like watching people do their thing and, and be amazed at, at what we can do. Um, I definitely feel like NASCAR is an entertainment sport, for sure. Not only, you know, not like strictly an entertainment sport, but, you know, fans want to come to the racetrack to be entertained. And, you know, we're not going to put on a soap opera out here, but uh, to some degree, it's uh, it's for the fans. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Ryan, what is your middle finger policy on the racetrack? <laughs> I will shoot you the middle finger. I will shoot you the bird if you piss me off. Um, uh, I've I've gotten a little bit more relaxed about it. But, uh, you know, as a kid, you want to shoot everybody the bird. And, um, but yeah, I, I, I will if I feel like, you know, I got used up or, or something like that. But I, I've toned back on it. But, um, I don't think there's so many that go around. You can't take it to heart. I mean, it's, it's just a little gesture that you do. And, and to know that, you know, because you can't talk to the person right then, you just kind of let them know that you didn't appreciate what they did. And, uh, it's it's pretty open. It's pretty open policy. A lot of drivers do it, and uh, I think it's pretty good. So some drivers keep a payback list in their minds, obviously for bad reasons. Um, do you also have a list for good reasons? So like if somebody cut you a break on the track, let you in, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Just that's a really good question because you know everyone always talks about the you know, people on their bad list and uh, when people did them wrong, they always keep them in their memory, but. You do keep the good memories in mind as well. Uh, if someone does cut you a break, maybe let you in at a speedway or, uh, you know, gives you a break on a restart or something like that, you, you remember that and um, utilize that for maybe if a situation comes up later in the race or, you know, the week after, you'd like to repay the favor. Um, you know, you got to be generous out here. So, uh, yeah, they definitely you definitely keep a, a memory bank of that stuff too. Um. Who's the most famous person that you've had dinner with? I don't know. Like Roger Penske, probably. I'm not, I don't, I mean, Roger is a pretty famous person, I think. Uh, Roger Dale, maybe. I think Roger might be Dale out a little bit, just a, just a touch. Roger's been around for a long time. And uh, yeah, that's the most famous person. I got asked who's the most famous person on my phone, and that's probably Roger's too. So um, yeah. I mean, Dale doesn't have his name on the side of trucks driving down the freeway like Roger does, too. So That is, that is true as well, and he doesn't own like pretty much half of Detroit or Michigan pretty much. So uh, that's why Roger has Dale beat just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what's something about yourself you'd like to improve? Um, personally, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at it, but uh, I like to – I'm just like my dad in this aspect, which I hate, and – uh, like when the helmet goes on, I get very emotional sometimes. Like I can get upset pretty easy, uh, and that's not that's not good for anybody. Uh, and you can you can see that on the radioactive. They like to call me out on radio sweetheart all the time, which is not uh, not cool for Ace Hub. But um, uh, yeah, I, I'm a pretty level guy outside the the car, and then I don't know. I get I get upset easy inside the race car, and I don't know whether that's being passionate about something or or what, but. That's something I'd like to improve, and I've improved on it a little bit over the past handful of years, and uh, since I got started in it, and 
Um, it keeps getting better and better every year, I think. But uh, that's something I'd like to kind of improve. Just being a little bit more calm on the radio and level-headed. I think that would be uh, nothing but good for uh, for myself and, and really the whole team. So the last interview I did was with uh, Todd Gilliland. And he was wanting to know what you learned in the K&N race at Sonoma um, if, if that was any comparison to what you'll do today? Uh, we'll find out if I, uh, if it carries over. That K&N race was nice to do. Um, the cars are way different. Tires are way different. So that's kind of rough to, uh, kind of carry over to this side. But I messed with some line stuff yesterday when tires kind of got worn out to maybe help out for this cup car. But, uh, they are, are, are widely different, um, but I thought it helped out a little bit, just uh, kind of, and then race etiquette. You know, you kind of find out where passing points are a little bit more, and, and how to set yourself up off of this certain corner to have a chance to pass them in this one. So that those two parts were pretty good. So I actually don't know the next driver who I'm interviewing. So do you have a general question that I might be able to ask uh, a future driver? I think you did this last time. I didn't have a uh, person prepared for you because I knew you could. Uh, handle the off-the-cuff uh, random question. Okay. Oh, I'm hoping. <laughs> okay. Ask them who shot first. Who shot first? Yeah. As in, see what they know. Okay. Yeah. As in like Alexander Hamilton? No, it's like Han Solo and Greedo. Oh, I see. You're, you're with the Star Wars reference. Yeah. Okay, so. Who shot first? And see if they know. What's the right answer? I don't know. Okay. Well, do you have a theory? No. <laughs> I just want to see what that's saying. Okay. So I want you to write every little thought and word that they say into the next one. Like all the ums, yeah. likes, yeah. the stumbles. Yeah. Yeah. I want every single piece. Anything they say in this microphone from that question, you have to <laughs> type and put in your story. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so a bit of a tough question there from Ryan Blaney. Um, definitely going to create an awkward next interview for me, which, uh, is Denny Hamlin. So I hope you'll stay tuned for that and see how Denny Hamlin was able to answer or not answer the difficult Star Wars related question. Of course, he's referring to the cantina scene, I believe, um, which is a little bit iffy. The bounty hunter, I think that's who Greedo is, is, was after Han Solo. They're sitting in the cantina Pulls out the weapon. Who shot first? I thought it was an Alexander Hamilton reference. Guess not. So tomorrow on the podcast, Thursday, that will be Brett Griffin, the spotter for Clint Boyer and another podcast host himself on the Door Bumper Clear podcast with Dirty Mo Radio. So I guess we're going podcast heavy this week on the interviews. Then for Kentucky, I will not be at the race this weekend. And so I will be doing a podcast from afar after the race on Saturday night, we'll still be watching it and doing all the regular coverage as best I can. Amazon Prime Day is coming up, by the way. So if you're interested in supporting the podcast and you're not a patron, please consider starting your Amazon shopping with the link jeffgluck.com slash Amazon. That will take you to the Amazon page, but it will help me get a commission for the website, podcast, newsletter, all the stuff that I do course i use most of that towards travel expenses so amazon prime day july 10th which is where all they have all those crazy deals it's sort of like the black friday of the summer 
Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks again for listening to the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast, and I'll talk to you next time.